0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded. and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. All right, here we are. <clears throat> this is your... <laughs> I'm just going to be real brutally honest. You guys didn't want to hear a reaction podcast last night, did you? No course you didn't um i didn't really want to do it but honestly my wife has been out of town and i'm single dadding it and it was a late game and everybody was mad so i said hey i'll just put the podcast off until tomorrow in which i will then uh, just do some general Iowa State basketball thoughts as we prepare for the month of March and everything that lies ahead for this basketball team. Uh, I don't really necessarily need to get into, like, box scores and stuff like that from the Texas game. Uh, Iowa State got its ass kicked. We had a strong suspicion, if you watched pregame and stuff, that that would happen. Uh, Jared Stansbury and I had a pretty good feel for that, and um, that's exactly what went down. You look ahead now to – this homestand, which is really important, right? Let's let's just talk about the the team as a whole right now, where it's at. The, you know the the Big Twelve, you, you all know the meat grinder that it is. I don't need to put it into words. Uh, we've talked about that for months now. The crucialness of these next two games, right? They just need a little momentum. Uh, don't forget you know, last season, how bad things had gotten at the end of the year. They were downright terrible at the end of the Big 12 season. Okay, their last three games, Iowa State loses. They score 53 points at home against Oklahoma State. Lost at Baylor, um, 75-68. That one wasn't terrible. But then you uh, lost in that big 12 tournament game to texas tech by 31 right and at the end of that do you remember the feeling going into the ncaa tournament where you're just like this team is this team is shot this team is broken this team can't do anything and you and you know there i, I won't lie there was a point where last night i was watching that game and and the offense certainly felt that way right like the the difference with Last year's team and this year's team is you had Brockington and Brockington could just put the ball on the floor and go. Well, he didn't do it all the time, right? If you think about Iowa State in the NCAA tournament, uh, Isaiah Brockington really wasn't that guy. It was Tyrese Hunter and Gabe Kalscher that really put the team on their back during during that time. Um, but 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 here we are. You know, you're eight and seven right now, and I and I understand when you start six and two in the league and you're thinking about Big Twelve championships, it feels like it's really disappointing. I I just I don't want to pat myself on the back here. I'm not trying to do all the the old humble brag thing in here, but we saw this coming, right? We saw this coming. This is a good Iowa State team. This is not an immensely talented Iowa State team. We know the, the way that they have to get things done, and the second time around, the scouting so much better. It's an easier scout. Your your, your pressure is not going to catch anybody off guard. Um, you know they've taken away. Certain things. There's a reason why it looks like Lipsy's regressing. Well, because they've scouted the the hell out of him at this point. The freshman. He looks like a freshman now. Kalsher's not scoring at the route that he was. Um, Jaron Holmes isn't scoring the way that he was. It's going to be really good when they get Caleb Grill back, and hopefully that'll be on Saturday. You know, for this home stand against Oklahoma and West Virginia because if you win those two games you're, you're you're lock yourself in at 10 wins that's a very successful Big 12 basketball season if you can finish this thing 10 and 8 assuming you lose on the road at Baylor on Saturday March 4th and and, and that that should be the goal and some of you're going to tell me I'm settling some of you are going to call me a homer whatever no I'm being realistic okay I'm just I'm being realistic and I, I truly, truly believe that what this team needs is to get the hell out of Big 12 play. <laughs> I really think that that's where they're at at this point. Because the thing is, you know, we, we want to talk about the offense. We want to talk about, you know, the lack of offense and all that. To me, it really comes down to defense more more so than anything. Uh, Iowa State just is not getting the turnovers that it once was, the points off of turnovers, the fast break, the transition, those types of things. Not getting a lot out of the post either. Oshuni uh, I mean, was much better against Texas. He had uh, five for seven, something like that. But they're still settling. Like I, I, I mean, Gabe Kausher's line, You know, he, he shoots 11 threes. 11 of his 14 field goals are threes. Like, come on. It, it, like – Gabe's not this elite three-point shooter. I know he had a stretch where he was hitting all these shots early on, and it was fantastic. And Iowa State was humming right along. That's not his strength. He's got to get back to the mid-range stuff. Well, teams are forcing him out there, and he's taking bad shots. Okay, um, that's what happens when you get scouted by big boy coaches in the best league in college basketball. When you're kind of going to when you're going to a battle, undermanned. Listen, Iowa State's talent doesn't suck. That's not what I'm saying. It's a nice, nice team that they put together in the offseason, especially when you add Trey King. Get Caleb back, and and it changes things too. But there's not a guy who you can just give the ball to and say, take over. Texas has a couple of those guys, right? Kansas has a couple of those guys. Iowa State doesn't have one. And, th- and, and that's where this gets just really, really complicated in the second half of this schedule. Looking forward to next year, right? You're going to have some of those guys. Albeit they might be freshmen, but you, you see what I'm saying. Well, where does Iowa State add in the offseason? We'll, we'll, we'll see. But I'm I'm still looking forward to this season, frankly. Really am. It's, everything's in front of you. You know, you are going to be in a, a positive seed line regardless of what happens from now until the end of the tournament. And I'm really anxious to see, too, you know, what happens in Kansas City. I I do think I could make the argument that this team would be better off losing early in Kansas City, and I hate saying that. I hate saying that because I love Kansas City. I love Hilton South. I love what it represents. It's one of my favorite weeks every year. But, you know, this team is shot. This team needs some time. And I just don't know if a three or four day stretch in Kansas City playing, you know, hard ass basketball against the best competition in the country where I don't know if that's what this team needs right now. We'll see. Uh Grill's they gotta get Caleb back. And and I really like what Otts is doing right now. You know, whatever it is going on with Caleb in the back, like get it as right as you can for crunch time. I I love it. Frankly, I, I really, really do. And it, I, th- I think that you looked at the schedule and you said, okay, you're at Kansas State, you're at Texas, you're a significant underdog in both. You're not punting the games. Clearly, Iowa State was up by eight in Manhattan on Saturday. Could have won the basketball game. Maybe should have in some instances. Uh, nobody really gave you a chance in the Texas game. Get Caleb healthy. I, I'm. I'm totally fine with how they've with how they've played this. We saw he got that rest against Missouri. Comes back, what are you, eight threes in the uh, dreaded Texas Tech game. Does that game not haunt anybody else, though, by the way? Because that's the one that, like, to me, I just can't. Man, it'd be nice to have that one. And my God, Texas Tech, what a job that, that Coach Adams is doing there. Like, he's just been fantastic. So I guess, yeah, and, and maybe I'm – Looking at this from a loser mentality, but I didn't think they'd win either game. The Texas game went exactly how I thought it would. The Kansas State game, frankly, went exactly how I thought it would, other than I didn't believe Iowa State would have an eight-point lead at the half. That made it disappointing. But, uh, you know, this next two... Win these two games at home, and you're in really, really good shape. Worst case scenario, five seed, right? If that's the case. And, (laughs) you know... We all would have signed up for that at the beginning of the season. That's how I feel, and uh, but these games are these games are important. You don't want to drop these two at home. That's for sure. I'm not going to downplay that. Like I don't think you have run a risk of missing the tournament or anything like that. But just for the momentum, get some good feelings back. Uh, hopefully, Hilton Coliseum is rocking. All right, I'm signing off here. I'm going to go watch the women's game. And we'll be back, uh, Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show on KXNO coming up on Thursday night. I'm sure Jared will have the podcast here as well. Have a great rest of your Wednesday evening. If you are in the state of Iowa, stay warm and stay safe. It's nasty out there.